Okay. Uh, good. Good. Uh, <laughs> good morning, everyone. How are y'all? Uh, yeah. Good morning. Good, mo good, good morning. Afternoon. Oh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. My gentleman, where y'all at? Good afternoon. Okay. Good. 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 Um, yeah. Glad to be here for another uh, Sunday where I get to share um, the word with y'all. Uh, I'm excited to to share with y'all. I'm a little discombobulated at the second, so uh, it'll take a second for me to to slow down. Um, but how are y'all's weeks? How many weeks of school do y'all have left? Those who are still in school. Zero. Wow. Dang. Good vibes. Good vibes. Who said a month? Red. Thanks. June 15th. Yes, around the corner. It's about a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody else longer? Anybody else longer? Y'all almost done? Dang. Yeah, within the month, everybody will be on a summer vacation, which is good, which is good. Um, yeah, I want to go ahead and open us up with a word of prayer, and then we're going to hop right in. Um, Lord, we thank you for today. Uh, we thank you for the opportunity to be here. Um, we thank you, Lord, that uh, you create space for us to come and to enter into your presence. Um, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would speak through me, Lord. Um, I pray, Lord, that you would help us to have open uh, hearts, open ears, Lord, uh, for what you have for us today, Lord, that you would help us to walk away um, with a greater understanding of who you are, um, and that would like apply directly to our lives. In your son's name we pray. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, so who here works? Who here works? Who here works? You work? Yeah, you work? Yeah, you work. Anybody else here work? You work? Yeah, you work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody else here work? Um, I guess what is work? <laughs> what is work? What is work? Can somebody give me a definition for work? Yeah? Did you say working? I'm gonna need a different definition. I need a definition. Give me a definition. Give me a definition. Yeah, just work. Just work. What is work? What is work? Okay, okay. That's a pretty good one. Something you have to physically do. Okay. To survive. To survive. Okay. Okay. Guys, any, any definitions of work? E, e, e. Yes, no, maybe so. No, no definitions of work? Dang. Um, yeah, so I looked up a quick definition in the good old dictionary. Um, it was like, work is an activity involving mental or physical effort done in, uh, done in order to achieve a purpose or result. I'm going to read that one more time because I fumbled that. <laughs> uh, work is an activity involving mental or physical effort uh, done in order to achieve a uh, purpose or result. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna ask the question again. Who here works? Okay, okay, I see more hands, I see more hands. Okay, y'all see that they caught on a little bit sooner. I, 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 everybody's hands here should be up uh, because everybody here um, works, right? Uh, work is not limited to the nine to five that you do, uh, that you get employed to. It's anything that really requires mental, physical effort to like achieve some sort of purpose. Um, so in this month, we've been going through a series on like practical Christianity in a sense, like how do we practically apply um, the, you know, what we're learning here, what's in the Bible to like our everyday lives. Um, the past few weeks, we've had uh, different speakers. Uh, Kevin, what did Kevin talk about the past like few weeks? Money. Financial literacy. Financial literacy. Yeah. Financial literacy. Um, and how it relates to our walk. Does anybody remember anything that um, our brother Kevin said last, uh, last week, <laughs> actually? Any take Does anybody have any takeaways that they remember? Money can help you fulfill your wants. Okay, good, good, good. We got some notes there. Anybody else? Yeah, Stephen? Mm, when we misperceive God, we misuse our talents and become a bad steward. Um, yeah. <laughs> and today we're going to continue. Um, we're going to be continuing talking about practical Christianity with the topic of, who wants to guess what the topic of today is? Work. 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 Yes, work. Yes, yes. Good, good, good. You've been paying attention. Um, nice. And so we, we kind of just went over how everybody here works in a sense, right? Everybody here goes... Uh, to do something uh, for a particular result. Uh, all of you are currently in school right now, and, um, and for you all, school is your form of work because y'all, <laughs> school's work. <laughs> uh, y'all should really get paid for that, but school's work um, in some sense. Um, let's see, who, who here, I guess how many hours are y'all in school? 
Seven? Six? Seven? Eight? Eight? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You think about that. Yeah, how many hours are you, how, how many hours are you in school? Eight? Two. Almost eight hours? Yeah, yeah. How many hours are you in school, EJ? Ten hours. Six? Then you got it easy. Ten. Ten. Ten hours. Wow. Okay, so I'm hearing lots of eights, some nines, some tens. Um, we can do some quick math there and see how, like, how much, you know, time y'all spend, like, at school here. So how many people are in here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Actually, can somebody count how many people are in here for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's count that up. Yeah, so we got, like, eight hours of work. Twenty. About, about 20 people? About 20 people? Twenty-one people. And then how many, how many adults do we have here? We got... Yeah, you got, yeah, you're an adult too. How many, how many people here are just like working, work, like uh, are doing their nine to five, not in school? So that's one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, what's that? So like 26 people, and there's like eight hours, everybody's working like eight hours. It's like 200 hours a week that we just like spend like working collectively in this room. Um, uh, for all of y'all who are in school right now, and that's your form of work, like what's your favorite part of school? P.E., lunch. Huh? P.E. and lunch. Okay, nice, nice. P.E. and lunch. Is that, is that collective? EJ, what's your favorite part of school? P.E. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Emmanuel, what's your favorite part of school? P.E. P.E. Dang, lots of P.E. people out here. Courtney, what's your favorite part of school? P.E. Dang. Do y'all got to do P.E. from like 9th to 12th grade? Or is it just the first two? No, I think it's only... Just like 9th and 10th, right? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Dang, man, what y'all going to do when P.E. is over? You going to keep taking it? <laughs> okay, so that's your favorite part of school. Uh, what's your least favorite part of school? Teaching math. Oh. Science, language arts. Okay, okay, the STEMs. No fun with the STEMs. Bio, okay, yeah. Okay, math. History, oh, okay. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, the part where you, you go to school to learn. Okay, um, how about y'all? What's, what, are, what are your least favorite parts of school? Huh? The hallways. What about the hallways? They just standing. Yeah, they don't move in with a purpose, like the teachers say. Yeah, move with a purpose. They're not doing that. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Dang, man. What about Josh? What's your, what's your, what's your, what's your favorite, least favorite part of school? The work? Dang. Okay, yeah, like the schoolwork. Dang. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so it, 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 it's pretty clear that there are, you know, parts of school that we like, uh, parts of school that we uh, don't like a lot of parts of school um, that we don't like uh, that we don't have a lot of fun uh, doing um, and like in all things uh, we need to take uh, the our schoolwork um, like all parts of our life and submit that to God and see what he says about it um, and from there uh, we can have a uh, we can figure out the way we should be like thinking about school and how that affects what we do and so that's the goal here um, we're gonna go ahead and take a look at scripture uh, and see what the Lord has to say about work and how that can affect the way we like go into the world um, as we yeah, spend over 200 hours as we add it up uh, to collectively um, doing work-related things. Um, so let's open our Bibles uh, to Genesis chapter 1. Um, yeah, let's open our Bibles to Genesis chapter 1. Yeah, if you're there, say amen. If not, say help. Oh, dang. Okay, quick with it. Quick with it. So can I have somebody read Genesis chapter Genesis chapter 1, verses 28 through 31? 1, 
The sixth day. The sixth day. Thank you for that. Um, I should have set some context here. So we were jumping into the. Um, thank you. Uh, we were jumping into the book of Genesis and the uh, creation um, story, um, and we hopped in on day six. Um, and on uh, day six, uh, the Lord was was doing some things, um, and uh, it talks about how on day six the Lord put man and woman um, in in the garden, um, and He gave them some specific commands when they are when they were in there. Um, but before we talk about those specific commands, um, let's just <laughs> the like the first thing we hear. So I think the Bible is kind of interesting. It's kind of like. <laughs> The first two chapters of the Bible are like, like when you want to like figure out how things like should be, right? Because it's literally two out, two uh, two chapters in the Bible before like things just go south. <laughs> There's only two of them. <laughs> it's like it's like these two pages, and then the rest is like the Lord like fixing our like mistake. Like this is like this is the Lord fixing our mistake, and then like this is like before our mistake. It's like one page. Um, and so if you want to figure out like how things should be and like we're meant to be, the first two chapters are a pretty good indication of that. Um, and so we hop right into the Bible with uh, the creation story where, like, God uh, essentially begins by, like, doing some work. <laughs> he, uh, he speaks, uh, and when he speaks, that speaking is work uh, because it does things, um, and it creates the world as we know it. And so when we hop in on day six, um, it tells us that the Lord has made people and he put us um, in the garden. And so... Um, Let's let's read. What's the command once God puts uh, his peop- uh, man and woman, uh, Adam and Eve, in the garden? What's the command he gives them in 28? Like, what's what does he tell them? Yeah, Francine. Hmm. He does give them that command. Uh, and what, what's another command he gives them in like 28? Yeah. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Um, in there, he, the first command, uh, one, of the, one of the first commands he gives to us as people, um, one is to be fruitful and multiply, so he tells them to fill the earth. Um, and then he tells them to uh, fill the earth and then subdue it. Um, does anyone have any thoughts on what like, it means when God is telling Adam and Eve to like, subdue the earth? Thoughts? Questions? Concerns? Yeah, okay, some exploration is happening. Some exploration is happening. Um, any other thoughts? Yeah. Sharing? Uh, huh? huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's uh, a good point there, right? So when the Lord is telling Adam and Eve to go in and to subdue the earth, he's telling them to like exercise control over the earth. And that requires, like, some level of discipline. To, like, subdue something is to, like, kind of really be in control over it. And so, like, that's their first work <laughs> assignment that's given. Uh, go and uh, be uh, fruitful, multiply, and then take control of the earth. That is your assignment. Um, and we see at the end of the six days, God is actually done with, like, creation, right? Because he, he creates in six days, and then he rests on the seventh. And so... In verse 31, after he has created the earth and he has put people in it, in verse 31, uh, let's read what the Lord says about, like, his work that he has done. Can somebody read verse 31 for us, just, like, nice and loud? And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. Mm. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Mm. Good, good, good. Um, so, Lord did his thing. What did he say about the work he had just done? Good, very good, very good. Yeah, so he, he, he uh, <laughs> and like, he's like, behold, it's very good. I just like see God just like kind of taking a step back and he's like looking at it and he's like, dang, like it's pretty good, right? And so um, we see that first like introduction to work. Like the Lord makes the earth, he puts people, he gives them a command to work and then he looks at it and he's like, this is good. So the first thing I want y'all to know about work is that when the Lord created work, he was like, this is good. Um, let's see one of the uh, another instruction the Lord gives um, man once he puts uh, him in the garden. And so let's let's look at uh, Genesis two. Uh, let's jump down to chapter uh, verse fifteen, and um, yeah, let's see what let's see what let's see a continuation of that first command. Genesis two, verse fifteen. 
Can somebody read that verse, verse 15? Two, um, yeah, chapter 2, verse 15. Exactly, to work it and to keep it. We see it again. The Lord put Adam in the garden uh, to work and to keep it. And we've talked about this. Like He gave him like a particular purpose in doing that work. And so again, we see work is good. And before, again, <laughs> these first two chapters, it's really, it's really critical. Because after these two chapters, it just goes south. And it goes back up when the Lord comes, but it goes south. Um, and so we see that that work there is good. But we all know what happens, right? Like, what happens? Like, they, like is it always like good? No, it's not. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens to work as a result of the fall. Um, and so let's, let's, let's read about that. So let's continue on in Genesis to Genesis chapter 3, verses 17 and 19. So Genesis 3, 17. Uh, can somebody uh, gladly read that for us? Yes. Um, and so before we start reading, so context here is that uh, the serpent goes in that's some shenanigans. They eat the fruit, and now, and then they hide from God after they eat the fruit. And then God shows up, and he's like, yo, you ate the fruit. That's a problem. <laughs> and so uh, the Lord is about to deal out some punishments, because when there is sin, there are consequences. Um, and so we're going to jump in there. Amen. Amen. All right. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> uh, what just happened um, in verses 17 and 18? Or seven, yeah, 17 and 18 through 19. What just, what's up? They ate the fruit. And what, what happened as a result? Nice. What consequences? What was that? Yeah, <laughs> work is going to be a lot harder um, for them, right? And in what ways does work become hard? In what ways do we see in uh, verses 17 uh, through 19 does work become hard? The ground is cursed. In what way is the ground cursed? Yeah, it would be hard for them to farm anything. Yeah. So what's the contrast here, right? So something changed. What did, it, what did it used to look like for Adam and Eve to be able to get food? What were they able to do? Yeah, they didn't have to do too much to get food. They were in the Garden of Eden. Uh, all the fruits and all those things were given to them, right? They just had to go and take it and eat. Um, they had work to do, right? Like Adam was like, God was like, go name the animals. And Adam was like, that's a fish. That's a cow, right? He had work to do, uh, but it was not toilsome. Um, but it was meaningful. And so we see after the fall, uh, work um, is still necessary, right? Because your boy got to eat, <laughs> right? And so work is still necessary, but it becomes toilsome. It becomes difficult um, for them. And uh, now in verse 19, um, it says, by the sweat of your face or the... Um, some verses say like the fur of your brow. Just basically like you got to work. <laughs> you got to work if you're going to eat. Um, and so we see the result of sin is that like work is no longer um, easy, breezy, beautiful. <laughs> um, it's now difficult. Um, and so this is like the tension that we kind of live in, right? Where like work is this good thing that the Lord has given us, right? Like the fall did not destroy work uh, completely, right? It is still like good. It's still meaningful. You still get a lot out of it and purpose and drive. Um, but we see that uh, some, some things are added to work and work is less fun. It's less enjoyable. It's less, um, they're just things about work that are hard. And sometimes um, we even see here that like the, <laughs> the ground is kind of like fighting back, right? It's like, 
you're trying to work, you're trying to do, you're putting in all this energy and um, the, the ground is like, yeah, no, we're not doing that today. Like, <laughs> just not today. Um, and so we see that work is difficult. And so that's the kind of the tension we live in. Like, how do we wrestle between um, the fact that work is good and a gift from God, but it's also became burdensome for us. Um, and we also know that, like, as a result um, of work being burdensome, uh, it can, like, fatigue us. Um, but the other side of it <laughs> is that sometimes um, we look at work so much that, like, it becomes our everything, right? Like, work becomes um, the only thing that we get satisfaction out of. Like, we work to get things. We work um, in, in a way that can become unhealthy. And so um, we're going to jump into um, the book of Ecclesiastes to see what happens um, when work becomes uh, the thing, like the thing that we are uh, holding up really high. And so um, everybody, let's flip our Bibles to Ecclesiastes. And Ecclesiastes is after the book of Proverbs. Maybe not directly after it, but it's definitely like after it. Um, Ecclesiastes. Yeah, so we're going to be in Ecclesiastes chapter 2. Um and so just, just some context here. Um, so, you know, the fall already happened. You know, the rest of the Bible is post-fall, like after chapter two. <laughs> um, and uh, in, in Ecclesiastes, um, King Solomon is just giving us some wisdom. Um, and so I'm just going to jump in at one of the pieces of wisdom that he gives. And so Ecclesiastes chapter two, uh, verses nine and 11. Can somebody please read that for us? Um, he's going to kind of talk about some reflections about work. Um, for us. Any takers? I became greater by far than anyone who chose my own before me. In all this, my wisdom stayed with me. I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. I refused my heart's being pleasure. My heart took delight in one nature, and this was the reward for all my toil. Yet when I surveyed all that I had found out and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. Mm. Okay. So this is King Solomon's initial reflection um, of work. Ecclesiastes is an interesting book. It has like a lot of um, juxtaposition. Does anybody know what that word means? Juxtaposition. Yes, contrast. It's like when you put two opposite things like right next to each other. That's juxtaposition. Um, And so we'll see that throughout the book of Ecclesiastes. But um, he starts on one end right here talking about work. What does he say about work? I guess first off, like, um, how does he start? Like, is he is this is 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 King Solomon like a broke boy? Um, hmm? Yes, no, maybe so. How does he start? Is he like a broke boy? Yeah, exactly. King Solomon is not a broke boy. Say that after me. King Solomon is not a broke boy. <laughs> oh man! But you see, he starts out uh, really just saying like, "Yo, like, dude, I I made it." You know what I'm saying? Like, I am. I am the king, um, I got wisdom, I got money, like, I, I made it, <laughs> I made it, I'm here, look at me, mom, uh, we made it, um, but then he goes on to say, like, you know, I, I, I worked hard, and I'm here, um, and what does he say the result of all of that is for him? Yeah, like in verse like 11, what does he say about like the results of his hands, his work? Vanity. Ooh, that's a good word. What does vanity mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah right? Um, yeah, vanity. Um, and so we see here that like, uh, I don't know about your Bibles. What, what is the, do, yours, do y'all's Bibles have like a uh, title for chapter two? Yeah, well, what's, the, what's the title for chapter two? What's that? The vanity of self-indulgence. Anybody else? 
Pleasures, pleasures are meaningless. Um, yeah, so the vanity of self-indulgence, uh, pleasures are meaningless. Um, a lot, <laughs> the gist of chapter two, like we just heard from King um, Solomon, is like you'll see like there's a lot of eyes here, a lot of me's, a lot of like, ju- it's just a lot of focus on self um, and doing that work to get yourself somewhere. Um, and we can see as King Solomon reflects on like, you know, when the mindset is that I am doing work just for myself, just to get myself to the next level, just to get myself to the next place, right? Like he achieved things, right? It got him somewhere, but at the end of it, he calls those things meaningless, vanity, right? And so if that is the posture of work in our lives, um, we will get things, we will go places. I'm not going to lie to you and be like, yeah, man, like if you work really hard and like you grind, like, you know, you won't get somewhere, <laughs> like you'll get somewhere. Uh, but once you're there, um, you'll, you'll probably figure out that it's vanity. Um, and so let's continue in Ecclesiastes uh, to see what King Solomon says about work. And we'll see, um, yeah, let's just see what he says about work a little bit later on in Ecclesiastes um, from a different mindset. So let's flip to Ecclesiastes chapter 5, um, verse 18. Um, yeah, Ecclesiastes 5, 18. We're going to read verses 18 through 20. So Ecclesiastes 5. Any takers? Behold, that which I have seen, it is good and coming for me to eat and to drink, which will enjoy the good lady, the good of all babies, and the same under the sun of all the days of life, which God gave him for it is his portion. Every every man also to whom God had given riches and wealth, and have given him power to eat thereof, and to take his portion and to rejoice in his neighbor. This is the gift of God. For he shall not he shall not much remember the days of his life. Because God him and his heart. Mm. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read that one more time. Um, and I want you guys, as I'm reading it, to think about like how this, how, uh, what um, King Solomon is describing about work, like contrast to uh, what we read earlier. Um, and just keep in mind, like in the beginning, in the first section, he was talking a lot about I, me, like the work that I did and like the things that I have produced with my hands. And let's see the distinction that he makes here and what he says about work in verse 18. He says, Behold, I have seen uh, what I have seen to be good and fitting is to eat and drink and find enjoyment in all the toil with which one toils under the sun, the few days of his life that God has given him for his lot. Everyone also to whom God has given wealth and possession and power to enjoy them. And to accept his lot and to rejoice in his toil, this is a gift of God. For he will not much remember the days of his life, because God keeps him occupied with joy in his heart. So, what's the what's the like what's what's the different here? He's he's talking a little bit differently about work, and it's the same person. It's the same person. So what's what's different here? Any other takers on what feels a little different here? He's not worried about what he did. Mm-hmm. He's worried about like what he's now like he's working. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't like care about like how he got there. Mm-hmm. Like, how he's where he's at right now. Yeah. And he's the, he's mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of like he's more reminiscent. He's like, this is where the Lord got me. Like this is where like the Lord has taken me. Yeah, any other any other takers on like how? Where on how King Solomon is like now talking about my work? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think y'all kind of really, really hit that nail on the head there. Um, We see that like the way King Solomon talks about work um, differently from chapter one to chapter five um, is in reference to God, (laughs) like directly. Um, If you look at back at chapter one. Uh, there's not like a single lick of the word like God or like gratitude or anything mentioned. It's really just the toil, um, right? Just the effect of uh, the fall of Adam and Eve, like the part of work that is difficult. Um, and work is difficult. Um, but in 
chapter 5, we see that he references that work um, actually as a gift, um, right? Like the opportunity to work and to do things as a gift. And he, um, he credits God as the one who has like made him prosperous. He credits God as the one who has like got him to where um, he is currently. And so his entire perspective, right, on work flips, right? His entire like outlook on work has changed because he acknowledges the role that um, God plays in the work that he does. Um, and so, you know, he, he makes it really clear that, like, God is the only one who truly, like, satisfies us in our work. Again, this work isn't easy. He refers to it as toilsome. He literally says, like, um, I rejoice. Uh, let's see. Uh, in verse uh, 19, he reads, like, everyone also to whom God has given wealth and possession and power to enjoy them and to accept his toil and rejoice, um, to accept his lot and rejoice in his toil. This is a gift of God. Um, again, you kind of see a little bit of juxtaposition there. He's like, he talks about this toil that's like really difficult. And he's like, but it's a gift from God. Um, right. And those two things are right next to each other. And, and, and that's like the proper way to hold um, those, that contrast um, between them. And so we see that like, uh, let's bring this a little bit more full circle to like where we are right now. Um, because of what, uh, so we talked about how in the beginning God created work to be uh, something that is like purposeful and like good. He was like, work is good. When the fall happened and the work became hard, it was still good, but it was hard, right? And so, and then in Ecclesiastes here, we see that Solomon is like, work is hard, but it's really good because the Lord gave it to me to do. And like his entire mindset is like switched. Um, that work is a gift. And so this idea of a gift uh, something that the Lord has given us that, like, we don't really necessarily deserve um, is pretty familiar, right? It is the crux or, like, the, you know, the reason we are here. Um, so another gift the Lord gave us um, was the ability to be fully satisfied in Jesus, right? And so uh, when we look um, at the, like, entire arc of Scripture, so, like, the entire, like, um, just arc i'm making like an arc sign but like the the uh when you go through scripture you will see that like over and over again the thing that ultimately satisfies people um is found in like god and so as we look um today as we are here now and like the thing that ultimately satisfies um is the gift we've been given um not necessarily the gift of work but the gift of jesus who allows work to be like what the lord intended it for um for it to be um in the same way um, so I guess, uh, let me call this number. Okay. So when we look at the fruits of our labor, the things that we like are able to do and get similar to Solomon, like we'll realize that like the fact that we are here today is a gift from God. The fact that like your parents work, bring money home. You guys have a home to sleep in is a gift from God. Right. Yes, you are working, but the opportunity to work is a gift from God. And the Lord is the one who's making those provisions happen. Right. And so this mindset of thinking of work as a gift is really important because it helps you um, to take care of a gift. If somebody gives you a good gift, like, what do you do with that job? Like, what do you what do you like if somebody like, hey, what's a gift that you want? All right. Next. What's a gift that you want? Money, okay. What's that? A new phone? Yeah, right. If somebody just like pulls up to you and gives you this gift that you needed, like, what is your response to that? Like, you take that new phone and you're like, <laughs> you kick. What do you do to that new phone? You keep it. You cherish it. You take care of it. Right. You're excited about it. Yeah, that new phone might not be perfect, but it is like it is a gift, and you get to like take care of it. And so. Um, the, like how you receive a gift really shows like if it's meaningful to you. Um, and so in, in a similar way, when like we right here received like the gift um, that is salvation, uh, we know that we didn't work for it. We didn't like work for salvation, right? But it was given to us, right? And because we care about that gift that we were given, it changes how we respond. A few months ago, I got to talk a little bit about how we're um, saved by grace, like through faith. Right. Like the idea that like 
we're not saved by the work that we do, but we're saved uh, by God's gift. And as a result of that gift, because you care about that gift, you then like do good work as a result. It's not it's the direction that matters. You don't work for your salvation because of your salvation you work. And so that's the mindset. Um, and I want to jump into some really practical things um, for us to like apply that mindset to um, as we uh, think about like school. Because school is like what like the vast majority of y'all in are are, are in currently. Um, and so how do we like steward school like well? Um, who remembers the word steward? That was was mentioned last um, last Sunday actually. What was the definition of the word steward? Yeah, steward. Uh, so we talked about stewarding money well. Um, uh, yeah, and St- Stephen, you had read a verse about. I mean, yeah, you had read something about um, last week. Do you remember what you had read about uh, what uh, Kevin had said about money? Yeah. Yeah. Do you mind reading that? Yeah. yeah. Become a bad steward. You're right. So. When we misperceive God, we um, don't use our gifts correctly and we become a bad steward. A steward is just somebody who has been entrusted with something or given something and you got to do something with it. So a bad steward like takes like I give you like 10 bucks. I'm like, hey, like go use this for something like correct. <laughs> and uh, you don't come at me correct at all. You go blow your money. Like, you just go spend it on like Twix. <laughs> um, you might like that. But, you know, I would say like you, you might have blown your money on that. So you're not a good steward of the money I gave you. Um, and so we want to look at how we can be stewards of the, um, the school <laughs> and uh, practically knowing that uh, school is work, work is a gift, and the Lord wants us to like, use our gifts correctly. Um, so first things first, um, when it comes to school or work or whatever it is, um, is to really like, submit your entire life um, to God and the submission of your life um, has school, uh, school and work in it. Like work is a part of your life. Submitting your life means submitting school and work to it, um, to God. Uh, and that's like a daily thing. So every time y'all wake up, like for school, like y'all have to wake up like at an un, unhealthy time for school. It's terrible. Um, but when, when you do wake up, there is, a, um, there is an active surrender. Like surrender is an active thing, right? To be able to be like, I'm tired, um, I have to go to school. Uh, I have to go to work, but like Lord, like I want to give you this work. Like I'm gonna, I want to, I want to practice. Like I want to give this to you, and it's an active thing. You can't passively do it. You can't like, if you want to passively do something, um, you're not gonna do it. That's what passive. <laughs> That's what passively means. By default, you're gonna resist work. Um, so you need to submit daily. That's number one. Um, number two, like you need to like thank Him for the opportunity um, to go to work or to go to school. Um, and like the act of thanking someone like acknowledges that the thing that you're thanking them about is like meaningful to you Um, and so it's important for us to like actually thank God and be like God like it's 6am the alarm just rang I want to throw my phone through the window Uh, but let me not do that Uh, thank you for the opportunity to like wake up and to be able to go to school Um, it helps switch your perspective, right, to the reality that, like, school is hard. Like, <laughs> my goal here is not to say that, like, school is easy. Like, let's acknowledge hard things. Like, it's, it is not, it, it is no less, um, it is not helpful to be like, yeah, man, school's easy. Like, no, that's, that's a lie. Dude, school sometimes sucks. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> uh, but that does not uh, negate the reality that it's a blessing. Um, and so, I. Uh, yeah, it's important for us to acknowledge the opportunity to go to school daily um, and to trust that God is going to use like the good and the bad parts of school to shape us. Um, by that, I mean like um, like the good parts of school, you know, you make friends, like you get your education, like, you know, it sets you up for something. Right. And the bad parts of school are like, yo, school sucks. Some of these teachers be like giving too much work. Like they don't care about our free time. Like, this, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like school is tough. Um, but the Lord says, like, in all things, he works for the good. So like, in the difficulty of school, like the difficulty of like the fact that like classes are hard or you no know, topics don't don't make sense, the Lord is like, dang, you're right, that is hard. 
let me use that to like shape you. Like let me use let me use the thing that is hard to like make you a better learner. Let me use the thing that's hard to like make you stronger so that like when you have to go act when you have to like leave and go do something else, you'll be like, oh dang, this is hard, but I've done this before and the Lord helped me get through it. And so we need to trust that the Lord is gonna use both the good and the bad um, in everything, <laughs> actually. Um, but right now we're talking about school and he's going to use that to like shape you. So you need to like, in some ways, like embrace that. Be like, dang, man, it's 7 a.m. Work up, wake up time. Like it sucks. But Lord, like help me like build something out of this. And he will. Um, that was, that was two. Number three, um, is to ask God to like give you like that motivation <laughs> to, to, to go, to wake up, to like have the energy to like go through school. Um, cause the reality is that like, you know, our motivations can be, you know, multifaceted. You know, it could be because you want a good future job. You might want to go to a good school. Um, and these are, like, good things that, like, you know, are helpful to, like, get you, you know, out of bed. Um, but those aren't, like, the ultimate things that'll, um, that'll, th- that's not where your ultimate motivation for school, like, should be. They should be, like, under the motivation that, like, school is an opportunity to work and work is an opportunity to give glory to God. Um, and so that mindset is, uh, it's, it's a big switch there. Um, and I guess for some of us, um, like, like you might be like sad, <laughs> or, like really unmotivated when you wake up, um, to go to school, like to like, to, to go through that, like motion of get up, get ready, like hop on the bus, like go to school, like be in that class with that annoying person who just like won't stop talking. And then you got to go eat this lunch that like, just don't slap. And like, then you got to go home and do a whole bunch of work like <laughs> there are reasons there are lots of reasons to be um unmotivated about school there's tons of them um you're like i hear you <laughs> right there's 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 tons of them um and it's important that like we're like honest about that to like other people you know i i i'm not gonna lie your parents might not receive you super well um but you know there are there are people who will like hear you out and be like yeah like school's hard um uh and the reality is that often, like, when you're that unmotivated about school, like, it's usually bigger than school, right? It's usually, it's, like, it's just usually bigger, right? It's, like, your motivation, your drive, your purpose, like, all of those things. And so, like, I encourage you all to, like, if school sucks and, like, you're dreading going to school, like, open up about that. <laughs> uh, because the Lord, like, wants to meet you um, when you open up about the reality that school is hard. Um, and the fourth thing I would just say um, is to ask for strength. Um, from the Lord um, to do school. So you've asked for motivation. Well, so you submitted, you submitted your day to the Lord. That was one. You thanked them for the opportunity uh, to be able to go to school. That was two. You asked them for motivation to go to school, right? That's like the mindset. And the fourth thing I would say is to ask the Lord for strength, um, practically, because I said school is hard. <laughs> school is tough. Um, and you need that strength from the Holy Spirit to like practically be able to like go into that school that's like, crusty half of the time and to like walk with your head up and be like all right lord let's do this (laughs) like that is not a power that comes from your own that is not a mindset switch that you can just like read a book to conjure that's like the power of the holy spirit to like help you to be able to practically like walk into that school building and be like all right lord like school sucks but like you're with me and we we finna do this (laughs) like we go we're gonna go to these classes we're gonna we're gonna pay attention and we're gonna get this done um and and that's a very practical thing um, because the reality is because school is hard, like um, it just requires some extra work out of us. So like who here like considers themselves like organized? Like y'all know like when your assignments are, when your homework is due, like you just like, you're on top of it. Okay, that's good, that's good. Anybody else feel like that? Okay, somewhat, somewhat. Who else does not feel like that? That does not feel like they got anything organized. You know what I'm saying? Like you pop quiz, pop quiz. Oh, the teacher's like, no, it wasn't a pop quiz. I told you like last class. Yeah, yeah. Feel that like homework assignments, like you pull up to class and they're like, Yo, you did the homework assignment? You're like, what homework assignment? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Yeah, right, right, or yeah, I, I work this happens to me. They're like, yo, man, like the 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 deadline for whatever is like Thursday. I was like, Thursday? Th- Thursday? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just rough sometimes. And so I, I can feel that the um being unorganized. Um and the reality is that like the Lord does not like enjoy it <laughs> when we're stressed. Like he doesn't enjoy seeing his kids going through it um, as a result of their disorganizedness. Um, but he doesn't, like, hate you for it. He doesn't, like, condemn you for, like, your, your, your being disorganized, right? He's just like, hey, like, 
like, I want to help you, like, not be stressed, <laughs> right? Because, like, I want my kids chilling. Like, I want them happy. Like, I want them motivated. And I don't want the stress for them. Um, and so, like, practically, he wants you to, like, trust him with those things. Like, whether that's, like, a planner, whether that's, like, a reminder in your phone, like, a simple system. Like, the Lord, like, practically wants to help you to, like, not fumble the bag <laughs> when it comes to your tasks, your assignments. Um, and so I would encourage you guys, like, really practically, like, there are some things you can do to get, like, organized, right? That's, like, whether that's, like, just have, like, an agenda where it's, like, you just put your assignments in and then, like, you just look at it twice a day. Like, you literally only need to look at your agenda, like, twice a day and you're set. Um, and those are, like, really practical things, like, the Lord, like, wants to, like, help you with. Like, he's, like, dude, like, <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here, <laughs> right? Um, or, like, another practical one before we wrap up here is, like, like, who here feels, like, dumb when they ask for questions? Like, or, like, ask for, like, an explanation for something? Like, it's, like, who's just, like... Anybody? Damn, y'all, y'all feel for Y'all be both, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's be truthful here. Shoot. Um, I feel that all the time. Like, I, um, I'm, like, the least senior person on my team. Um, I have people with, like, 10 years of experience um, uh, on my team. And, like, sometimes it's just, like, basic tasks uh, that, like, I just, like, I'm just, like, oh, gosh. Like, I, I do not know how to get this one to show up on screen. Um, I, and, and, like, literally earlier this week, I, like, um, I was given like a task to like add these two buttons to something. So I'm an, I'm an engineer, I'm a software engineer. Um, and I was just given like a task. It was like a simple, it was like add these two buttons to the screen. Uh, that's the enhancement we need. And I looked at it and I was like, man, it's just two buttons, right? Like it can't be like that deep. I looked at it a little bit. I was like, dang bro, like I, I yo, these, these two buttons finna take me like two days to add. Like, let me, let me, let me ask for help. <laughs> um, instead of, taking two days to, to do this. And I literally like sent a message to one of the senior members of my team and I was like, hey, like, uh, you're the one who worked on this before, I need to add these two buttons. Like, do you have any like thoughts on like what would make sense? And he was like, yeah, he sent me two sentences. Two sentences, he was like, yeah, just put it in there and put it in there and then you'll be good. And I was like, dog, I would never have thought about that. <laughs> like, I would have never thought about that. Um, and so work that would have taken two days literally took me like three hours to do um, because I asked for help. Um, and the Lord calls us to be dependent, like, first on him, right? Like, there's this, like, notion that, like, to be dependent is, like, lame, right? Like, it's like, I want to be independent. Like, yes, independence. Um, and in some ways, uh, there is some truth, you know, to being able to do things. But the reality is, like, over and over and over again in Scripture, God is like, you need to be dependent, like, on me first. Um, you need to, like, cry to me. You need to, like, ask me for help. Stop trying to do things on your own strength, right? Um, and in many ways, the, um, the ways in which uh, God wants to help us when we call out to him is like through people. <laughs> like he doesn't want you stressed. He doesn't want you um, beaten down by those things. And so like another practical way as you guys like are in school is to just ask for help. Like ask for help from your teachers. Ask for help from like your classmates. Like the reality is like if you don't look dumb to God, then like what they say doesn't matter. You might look dumb to your friend, but like forget your friend. <laughs> Right, because if, if if the Lord is like you need help, and you're more worried about like what your friends or your teachers' reaction to like your your need for help is, then like we're we're like missing where like the true validation comes from, and so that's like the next practical thing I would say. Um, yeah, and so the, the the four things I mentioned were to submit your life daily to God, which includes work, um, to give Him, thank Him for the opportunity to go to school to ask him for motivation, and then to ask him for strength. Um, and then, yeah, because at the end of the day, so this is a verse, uh, this is a verse that I, I would encourage y'all to write down as a kind of like a summary of, of today. It's Matthew five sixteen. So Matthew chapter five, um, verse 16. Uh, and the verse reads, um, let your light shine in front of men then they will see the good things you do and will honor your father uh, who, sa- who is in heaven. I'm going to read that one more time because y'all are still flipping. So Matthew 5, 16. It says, let your, shi- <laughs> let your shine light. Let your light shine in front of men. Then they will see the good things you do and will honor your father who is in heaven. Um, ultimately, uh, we are called to work hard. <laughs> Um, to have a good work ethic um, so that we'll shine. And the world will tell you that, you're, that that's where it ends for most people in the world, right? To do good so you shine, so you get the promotion, you get to the good school, you, you get to do all those things. Uh, but that was like the first sentence. And it's like, 
what, like a compound sentence afterwards, right? Like, it's like, for us, like, that's not where it ends. We do not just work uh, so that our light will shine in front of other people. Um, but the reason the Lord wants our light to shine is so that other, so that then they will see the good things and they will honor your Father who is in heaven. Um, that's the goal here, um, to be good stewards of our work uh, so that we can ultimately give glory to God. And so um, I would just encourage you to do that. Um, I would encourage you like to really sit down um, like this evening or tomorrow or whatever and be like, like, um, think about school. Be like, why do I, like, what do I go to school for? Like, what am I doing it? Like, am I just doing school to get over with? Like, am I just checking off the boxes, um, right? Is my light really shining through the work that I'm doing? Um, are people seeing God through the good things I do with school or work? Um, and, like, really honestly answer yourself that. Um, and if the answer is, like, no, to take some time to, like, really, like, repent to the Lord. <laughs> Be like, hey, Lord, like, I... Um, you know, I just didn't have the motivation. I didn't have the mindset. I didn't have the, just be honest with the Lord. Like I didn't, like this is where I'm at. Um, this is where I'm at with this. And, like really repent to the Lord for that. Um, and then ask God uh, to help you. Because the reality is like, when we confess to the Lord and we're like, Lord, like I fumbled the bag. Like I did not do the thing that you called me to do. Um, like contrary to like the way other people will react, the Lord's like reaction to you is not condemnation, you know? Um, he says, like, once we're in Christ, we're not condemned. And so, he, like, he'll, he'll never condemn us. Um, but he'll be like, thank you for, like, being honest. <laughs> thank you for being true. Um, and now and I can I have the opportunity to, like, help you now. And, um, and that's what he wants for all of us because he delights in us. He wants us to be good. Um, he wants us to be healthy. Um, and that's what he wants from us. And so I just want to leave us with that, that, like, the Lord wants a good thing for us. Um, but we need to submit some things to him for that to happen. Um, but, yeah, so that's that. That's work. Um, and, yeah, that's that. Uh, let's, let's pray. <laughs> Lord, uh, thank you for today. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. Um, Lord, we thank you that, um, yeah, that you are a God who is present, who cares about us, who wants good things for us, who wants us to be able to, um, uh, Lord, that you, <laughs> you don't just want us to survive, but to thrive, and not to thrive in terms of what the world says is thriving, but um, thriving in our relationship with you, um, thriving in how we walk and shine our light, and that you give us the tools and you equip us to do that. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. We pray, Lord, that you would help us to repent of ways um, that we have had the wrong mindset um, towards work, uh, repent of ways in which um, we have entered into spaces um, to just glorify ourselves, uh, where we have worked just for our own gain. And, Lord, that you would help us um, to be able to walk in, um, to, to, to just, like, to walk in, um, trust that you are present in our work and that you would be glorified in it. So we thank you for this in your son's name. Amen.